0: Welcome to the Av Podcast with Kelsey on South Shirave Radio. Uh, welcome to the Av Podcast. Now, um, you know, before we get into our Super Bowl predictions, Raj, and um, I, I know we didn't get a chance to really go over our award stuff because, well, I wanted to do it last week, but then, you know, Brian Flores and his lawsuit came into our lives. So uh, <laughs> that that served more of a precedence. But yeah, um, but based on the fact that like, you know, we saw who who won the awards for the most part, um were there any disputes of the award winners? And just before, you know, I'll I'll list them out again just so you know, so you so you get a a, a grasp of. It. I don't know if you have it, like right in front of you, but um sure. coach of the year was uh Titans coach Mike Vrabel. Comeback player of the year was Bengals Joe Burrow. Defensive uh-huh. defensive rookie of the year was Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons. Offensive rookie of the year, I think we all know who that is, Chase. Defensive player of the year is T.J. Watt. The offensive player of the year is Cooper Cup, and the MVP is Aaron Rodgers. Are there any disputes with any of those selections?
1: (laughs) The only one that I can honestly dispute is the MVP award with Aaron Rodgers. That's
0: because you don't don't like him. (laughs)
1: Not that I don't like him. It's just I just... Yeah, but I don't see it. I don't see it, man. If you were to tell me, if you are to, if I was to tell you that there's two quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Two studs, two stud quarterbacks. One of them had um, won 13 games, um, had uh, 5,300 yards and 43 touchdowns, and the other one had 21 touchdowns and 4,200 yards and won 13 games. But that person had a, a better efficiency. Um, they were more efficient with the ball. Um, you know, who would you think had the better season? That's what I would say. Exactly the same record, except one of the, one of the, one of the quarterbacks did um, finish with the overall top record in the NFC. But other than that, the other person had more yards, more touchdowns. Um, but they also had more interceptions. more interceptions, 14 interceptions to four interceptions, I believe. Right?
0: Yeah. Cause, cause I'm, how much, did, how much TDs did Aaron throw?
1: Uh, I believe it was 21. No, no, 21, it's more than that.
0: Touchdowns. No, it's more than that. Uh, close
1: was right back.
0: There. no, there's no way you had 21 touchdowns. There's no way. Hold on a sec.
1: Could be completely wrong. Yeah. They... One sec. I know he had four interceptions. He had
0: 37. He had 37 TDs.
1: Oh, sorry. 37. Sorry. My bad. 37. Sorry. 37 touchdowns. 37 touchdowns, and I still think it was four interceptions, I believe. Yes. Which is really good. Don't get me wrong. Which is really good. But, and, I mean... And and the thing is, when
0: you look at it, I think at least two of those uh, those picks were in the first game.
1: That I'm not about sure. I know he had a horrible game against New Orleans, and that's where he, he threw two of his interceptions i know that
0: much well that's what, that's what the game i'm talking about that, that was the first game of the year
1: oh was it okay yeah. i wasn't i can remember
0: that yeah that, that was the first game of the year so when i look at it from that perspective i'm like so the rest of the year i don't know how much tds he had in that game if he had any mm-hmm. but if, mm-hmm. I, but i don't think he did but if he didn't then like he went 37 and 2 the rest of the way it's, it's kind of tough I, I mean it's it's close i, I mean I, I know you've been you've been championing brady you know, to get to get this MVP, so I don't, I don't really dispute it. Um, I don't, I don't think I really have an argument. with MVP, I, I kind of want Rogers, but yeah. you know, but I, I don't. I, you're not wrong. You're not wrong in having your case for Brady. It's definitely a case for Brady. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you know what, and I, I just see it as this. I mean, year after, I feel like the MVP award is, um, it's a quarterback award. Right. Absolutely More often is. than not, unless you're running for 2,000 yards or you're catching for 2,000 yards, chances are you're not going to have a chance of winning it. Right. Yeah. Usually in the past, um, you know, the award goes to the per to the quarterback who has um, usually the best stats. Right. Best stats and mm-hmm.
0: close, if not the best record close to it. like
1: they would say Close them, to but, it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I guess anybody could make the case for Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. But I mean, I see it like this. Tom Brady's 40, what, 43, 44 years old. Mm-hmm. He has the most passing yards. He has the most touchdowns. In terms of wins, he pretty much tied Aaron Rodgers in terms of wins. Um, was he the most efficient? No. Did he throw up some interceptions, more interceptions? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, but then of again, games he threw the sure. ball a lot more. They yeah. threw Tampa Bay threw the ball a lot more because Aaron Rodgers had a phenomenal running game this year, right? Yeah. He had a really good running game, so he didn't have to he didn't have to play hero ball as much as as Tom Brady. Tom Brady's defense basically sucked the whole year because everybody was injured and they were kind of coming in and out of the lineup. Um, You know, I think in terms of consistency, Aaron Rodgers probably had the most consistent year. I'll give him that one hundred percent. Yeah. Aside from that Steelers game, I think started Steelers. Aside from the New Orleans game, I think he was pretty consistent throughout the season. Right. Yeah. Um, But I mean, still, I don't know. It just seems to me like you know the past couple years, usually the award goes to the player who has the most wins, the player that has the most touchdowns, and usually the most most um most yards, passing yards. Yeah. Right. So this year, it just seems like they kind of moved the goalposts, and now all of a sudden, it's like, oh well, we're looking at uh, who was more efficient, and um, you know who threw less interceptions, and it's just like okay so let's move the goalposts i just i just hope if if that's the case then let moving forward that's what i want to see moving forward for the next mvp i want them to look at everything the whole body of work and not just you know how many yards they pass for or how many touchdowns they pass for and so on so we'll uh, see what happens it's a little
0: unfair that that uh you know a defensive player like almost has no shot at this award who was the last I defensive think- player to win this award was it was it Lawrence
1: taylor Oof, I don't know, man. You're going way, way, way. I know, back. that's what
0: I'm saying. That's to tell you how far back. Like I like mm-hmm. I don't even I can't think, honestly, I, I other other than him, because I I think I watched the show recently and they said that I'm like, damn, he won M V P you know, I was like, that's crazy. But outside of him, I'm like I can't think of any other defensive player that won an M V P like as far as I can remember. That's and I don't even know mm-hmm. when he won. MVP that year. I don't even know when he won it, but it had to be in the '80s, obviously. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but I have, I have no clue. So, like, it's they have no shot. Wide receivers, I I think you have to catch for like twenty five hundred yards to have a shot.
1: <laughs> I don't even <laughs> think two thousand yards <laughs> is enough. Well, look at look at Cooper Cup, man. He had an amazing season, right? Mm-hmm. He had an amazing season. He had um, how many? Nineteen hundred receiving yards. And I'm trying to remember, how many pass- touchdowns did he have? I think yeah, he had like 15 or 16, 16 yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, something
0: like yeah.
1: that. He had a phenomenal season, like no doubt. And he was like a far, far third in terms of the running. I think he got like one, um, one MVP quote, nomination. Exactly. So, I mean, it's like they should just make this the quarterback MVP award if that's the case, right?
0: Yeah, I, I think so. Just put, just put best quarterback. Yeah, I think that's the best quarterback. I think that that should be the sole award, and the MVP should be like everybody. But agreed. This, yeah, agreed. I, I, they they rank it. They rank it funny, but I, but as far as the rest of the list goes, I can't really argue. it. I was trying to like dispute maybe Vrabel, but then you can't argue him because they got the number one seed after Henry went out.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't even argue that. No. I can't argue that. I'm still trying to figure out how they won the games. How they won a lot of their I, games. I, honestly, I don't know. I Tanhill I, like, I really sucked. He did not play well all season long. Um, their receivers were in and out of the lineup. AJ Brown was constantly injured, and so was Julio Jones. You know, they lost Henry, and yet they still managed to win. So, I mean, I, I can't dispute that. Like, I think Vrabel, whatever he did and whatever voodoo he did, or <laughs> in order to help his team win, he did a phenomenal job. Like, honestly, no, I still did. can't figure out how they made it out of the first seed, even though they come, just completely sucked in the playoffs. But still, yeah.
0: Now, with um, you know, obviously the Super Bowl. I, I don't want to do the tr- 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 the uh, traditional way of like breaking down, um, you know, like the matchups and that kind of stuff. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you like a few questions, um, mm-hmm. you know, which I'll do a little bit different. But for for Sunday for you, like, um, going into this game, none of the Rams have made it here, right? Mm-hmm. Is is it considered a lost season if they don't win the Super Bowl?
1: Absolutely, it's probably 100%. a softball question, but yeah. No, 100%. Absolutely. I feel like every year for the past three or four years, the Rams have pretty much sold out, basically sold out their future in order to try and get the best roster that they possibly can, right? And I find that last season was no different. You know, they picked up Matthew... Uh, this season, sorry, it was no different. Um, they picked up Matthew, um, Matthew Stafford. Um, I think they trained him for, like, two first rounds or something, two first-round picks or whatnot. Um, you know, they brought in Odom Beckham, um, they brought in Vaughn Miller. Um, that team is just stacked, stacked with talent. And I feel like if they don't win now, they might never have a chance to win. Yeah. To me, like the Rams are always, always in the contention for possibly winning at the start of every season. Like they're they're up there. Everybody anticipates that they if any team could make it the Super Bowl, it would most likely be them.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's just because of all the money they spent all the equity they traded out, and, you know, they've gone all in this season, you know, but but to me, it's funny, like, my expectation, even with all that said, it wasn't for them to win at all, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, I know they had that hype kicked in from day one, you know, I think they even had the first Sunday night game of the year, which kind of tells you that, right? Like, the, the right. hype of that was real, you know, based on the trade. New stadium, they had no fans last year in that new stadium, so this year is their first year in front of the fans, the Super Bowl's in their backyard, you know potentially like it's it's all set up for them to be there but like i said i think i think i answered this question yes but it's like 65 35 just because the 35% is it it definitely wasn't my expectation for them to win i felt like the niners the packers and even the reigning champions like the bucks i think they had just as much as a chance for them to do it in the, at least in the nfc you know what mm-hmm. i mean like like if any of them got there and they knocked off the Rams, would I have been stunned? Would I have been Would I have said it was a shocker? Not really. You know what I mean? To be honest with you, and, I, and I'm saying the Niners because I'm a little obviously I'm a I'm slightly biased on that. But but I thought because of their team was healthy, I thought they really had a legitimate shot. Because the year yeah. before they were they were my team was completely mashed up, right? So I, yep. I, I for me it's like a sixty-five, you know, five. Like it's not like for me it's not a, a definite one hundred percent yes. But just because. <laughs> they spent so much like just so much time and they traded out so much to go all in like they threw all their chips at the table this year so so i think because of that it's like yeah it is kind of a lost season but i mean they made it to the super bowl so i think like the goal is at least like halfway accomplished you know what i mean
1: oh absolutely absolutely but don't forget i mean they this is not the first time they made to the super bowl in the past couple years right like they were the super bowl what i think it was was yeah, it, like three, years, three ago. years,
0: ago. Yeah, three years
1: ago, I think. Three, yeah, three years ago, yeah. ago, three four years ago. Yeah. yeah, three years ago, they were. I mean, they were the chosen ones.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't think very many people uh, thought that the Patriots had a chance to beat them because their roster was just absolutely stacked. Almost as it was probably not as stacked as this team right now, but, we're pretty but close. that team was stacked. It was pretty close, yeah, right? Pretty close. And um, yeah, and they did. I mean. We all know how that ended with their twenty eight. Uh, what was it? 28, 23? No, the end of the game was twenty. No, I think
0: I think it was a low scoring game. Like a, a, I remember it, I don't, like that game. That wasn't a great Super Bowl to watch, if I remember correctly. It was great for you because you're a Patriots. It was fantastic ran. for
1: me. Yeah, it was thirteen to three. 13 That's to what it 3. was.
0: There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was thirteen to three. Yeah. Uh, uh, I got my Super Bowl
1: mix-ups. Oh, yeah. I'm tired. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it it's okay when when they won that much. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, you can't get it big stuff. I'm a little jealous of that. I feel like that's a little humble brag, you asshole. Like that's the, I gotta, I gotta feel like that's, that's what you're doing. You just gotta stick it in my face a little bit. Uh, <laughs> um, what's the most surprising thing about the Bengals' run to 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 the Super Bowl this year? And I guess it's the same question for both teams. Like, what's the most surprising thing about both these teams? You know, during their run to to Super Bowl 56.
1: Um, with the Bengals, I'd have to say the most surprising part is they're actually even there. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even yeah. know one person who yeah, would have right. picked the Bengals at the start of the season to wait, make it to the Super Bowl. Like honestly, um, look at the past couple of years. Like, look at, for instance, last year, Joe Burrow gets hurt, um, tears his ACL. They ended up going four and eleven. The season before that, um, I believe they were like two and they're like two and fourteen or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, You know, they've had consistent losing for literally the past, probably the past two decades, honestly. Um, They've been terrible. They've been an absolute terrible team. Um, You know, they did make a few playoffs here and there. I remember with AJ, with AJ Green and so on. But, I mean, aside from that, they have not been a really good team. Yeah, they've been either Um, mediocre
0: or trash, basically.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, the fact that they're in the Super Bowl just kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Like I was telling you, and I think I told somebody before also, I've never met a Bengals fan. Like, I've honestly never met a Bengals fan. Legit never met a Bengals fan. Um, So the fact that they're in there and um, just looking at the path of how they got there, just kind of, it blows my mind and it impresses me. You know, Joe Burrow, I I knew he was good coming in. Um, You know, he played a few games and then he got injured. Um, He was out for the regular season. So, of course, they went back to sucking. And then this year he came in and he was just amazing. And I think just bringing in Chase, um Jamar Chase, his old college buddy onto the team, like whoever is that executive who made that decision and pulled that trigger, he should be the executive of the year, honestly. Because Jamar Chase is like he's 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 a phenom. he's phenomenal, honestly. He's one of the best wide receivers I've ever seen. He's incredible, and he's cra- in his rookie season.
0: What's crazy about that too is, I mean, the guy sat a, the guy sat the whole year last year, you yeah. know, due, due to circumstances. He wasn't injured, but due to the circumstances of, of the pandemic, he he chose to sit out. So the fact that he's yeah. having this season and he sat out a year, it's like, damn, like that, like that. That's really impressive. It is.
1: It is. And what this team managed to do. Like, I mean, I knew that they had some really good offensive pieces. Like we knew that going in, you know, Um, they had a good team, but I feel like Chase kind of just put them over. He just put them over that hump. Like Chase is what they're missing. They were missing that explosive guy that basically takes all the coverage with them when he's running by their people. That's what they were missing. And I feel that he really just, you know, he elevated that whole team. He elevated Joe Burrow. And um, yeah, she's just—it's just incredible. What they've done is just simply amazing. Honestly,
0: like we both kind of thought like this—they had a, they, there was a potential at least going into the playoffs, not the beginning of the season. Obviously, not, nobody thought that, but like going into the playoffs, we both believed that there was a potential that they could be here, right? You know what I mean? Because no, no team, and especially the AFC, was particularly that strong. You know what I mean? So, but they had like. Going into the playoffs again, mind you, like they had this like this this je ne sais quoi about them, like they had that something about them, like they were talented enough, and they had a, enough confidence to make it happen. But like most of us didn't see it happening. But mm-hmm. that, res- that I would say their res- their resiliency is what to me that kind of stuck out with them for the whole playoff run, at least for me. Like the fact that like you know they had that comeback win versus KC, which was like that was incredibly impressive the the yeah. defensive stops they had on 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 um on Derrick Henry on fourth down I think one of the biggest plays of the game, um, you know the play right before halftime of, of uh of the of the AC championship on on Tyreek Hill get like uh, stopping him on the goal line, like they've they've had these moments. I mean, even the fact the nine sacks versus the Titans, like, like they're still in every game. You know sure. what I mean? Like like to me, like that was like the the thing that stuck out for me with them the most, um, and. I, you know the the pressure of them being in this game is like it is definitely a real thing, but you know and, and especially because you know obviously the Rams are like the home team, but you know if they don't let the moment get to them like the way they've been playing, like if they if okay. they stay steady, I, like I think this they have a great chance of winning the game. I won't give you my predictions yet, of course, but like I think if they can if they can kind of like weather that storm that first, I would say the first maybe twenty minutes of the game or so, like that first quarter. You know what I mean? Like going into the second quarter part way through. The, if they can manage that, I, I think they got a great shot because they're, they're like, that's the one thing they've just been resilient and poised the whole time. Yep. You know, yep. on, bo- on both can. sides, on both sides of the field, you know? So to me, I'm like, I look at them and I'm like, it's, it's impressive, man. It's, it's, it's impressive to see. Like, again, I, I thought of there, they there were are dark horse, I would say, I, you know, but I didn't, I, I didn't think they would be here to be honest. I thought Kansas city was going to take them off, but man, it's, it's, it's really impressive. And, and I think for the Rams like the most surprising thing i'll I'll be honest with you with stafford yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm yeah. saying and, and again during the playoffs like the way he he was playing leading up to the playoffs roger he was mm-hmm. what I don't even know if this is a proper word but he he was looking very liony <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like very liony like you you figured he was gonna he was, at some point he was gonna do something stupid to lose the game or do a turnover yeah. at like the worst possible time and like you know, especially with all that pressure. But for the most part, like, during this playoff drive, he's been playing really well. Like, if you look at the stats for the playoffs in these three games, the guy mm-hmm. has, you know, 906 yards, um, six TDs, one pick, 72% completion rate. Like, you yep. can't play much better than how he's playing right now. Yep. And, yep. and and with that said, though, Roger, if Tart comes down with that pick, we're not even having this conversation.
1: You know what I mean? Just true.
0: just because he gives you that chance, you know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. gives you that yeah. chance. But I don't know about you with the Rams. Like, what's so surprising with the Rams that you? But for me, it's 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 Stafford.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's it would definitely be Stafford. Um, I always well, I say it would be Stafford slash Cooper Cup. Okay. Because yeah. I thought Cooper Cup. I knew Cooper Cup was good. You know, I I never thought I would never put Cooper Cup up there with like let's say like. Um, you know, like a Tariq Hill or um, Hopkins, or even sorry. like a Devontae Adams or any one of those guys, yeah. right? Or Hopkins, he was always or good, like he had good hands, but his stats never really, S- he, he was always kind of like a mid-tier kind of quarterback that, quarterback running, oh, uh, sorry, mid-tier wide receiver. He was always like a mid-tier wide receiver. You know, you'd pick him up, but he wouldn't really get that many touchdowns. He'd get a lot of catches, but he wasn't really not. He wasn't really that great, he right? He got hurt and then Stafford came into town, and oh my god, Stafford makes this guy look like he is like the next Randy Moss, honestly. Yeah. And between the both of them, like, they, they both escalate each—they kind of both bring up each other. Yeah. Um. And, like, wow. Like, I, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. I knew Stafford was good. I mean, we all knew that Stafford was good. Um. He didn't really have that much playoff experience, so I mean— um, you know, towards the end of the season, I agree. He was really shaky. Like he got, he threw some really questionable picks. He didn't really have very many, very good games towards the end. Um, but in the playoffs, he's been really, really good, especially for somebody who, um, you know, doesn't really have that much playoff experience either. Cause I mean, he did play for the lions previously, right? <laughs> yeah. Not um, real. But, um, yeah, I mean, those two together, they're a really hard duel to stop. And then when you throw in Odell Beckham, um, you know, and then there are two running backs, Sony Michel, that was another good pickup. Sony Michel was a good trade that they made. Um, and Cam Ak- Akers coming back, like, they're a really good offense, really, really good offense. But yeah, I, I just have to say Stafford and, both well Stafford and Cooper Cup, because I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's almost like Stafford. Like it was, you know, one of those things where like you you you, you kind of shake the kinks out before you go uh-huh. out and play. Like it, the, that's what it kind of feels like. That that last like four or five games where he was playing terrible. It's like he was getting all his mistakes out. It seems like, Yep. Yeah. it's it, yeah. or 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 he's waiting to to be disastrous at the worst possible moment. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't. what <laughs> are the two?
1: It's, you know what I always say with the Super Bowl. I mean. If you're if you're good enough to make it to the Super Bowl, I don't believe that anybody really truly has an advantage. I think that it's whichever team wants it more is going to take it, plain and simple. Anybody has a bunch of chance once you really reach that Super Bowl. So I mean, yeah, it's 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 going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good game.
0: If the Rams win the Super Bowl and Cooper Cup wins the Super Bowl MVP, is this the greatest season a wide receiver has ever had?
1: <laughs> I would say yes. I would definitely say yes. And the only reason why I say yes is I still like Cooper Cup had a phenomenal season. I don't think it tops Michael Thomas's season. Um, what was it? Back in 2000 and 2019. Michael Thomas had like 143 yards. He had about 17, 1700 yards. He had about 15, 16 touchdowns. Like he had a really good season. And I think Cooper Cup is right up there with him. But and, and the fact Calvin that Cooper Johnson Cup too, is going to,
0: and Calvin Johnson, too, because then he, didn't Calvin Johnson get 2,000 yards in a year?
1: Calvin, Calvin Johnson got 2,000 yards at 1.2. Absolutely. But they never made it to the Super Bowl. They right. never made it to the Super Bowl. If he goes to the Super Bowl and he, like let's say he wins MVP, that puts him on top of Calvin Johnson. That puts him on top of Michael Thomas. Um, I would even say that puts him on top of um, Randy Moss. You remember that one year where Randy Moss had like 23 yeah. touchdowns? Mm-hmm. They made it all the way. The Patriots were undefeated going into the Super Bowl, and then they ended up losing to the Giants. Um, yeah, I think that if Cooper Cup basically wins the Super Bowl, and if he possibly is the MVP, I think that's the greatest greatest year wide receivers ever had. Honestly,
0: I'm gonna give you a list. I worked on this list a little bit this afternoon of um, of of just like some legendary wide receivers in terms of not necessarily. I, I'm, I think I'm combining it with. Regular season and playoff success. So regular season and then the fact that, you know, they, they won a Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not looking at, like, you know what, I, I forgot about Michael Thomas and, like, Calvin Johnson and those guys, but I, I think I was more looking at it from the perspective of, you know, they ended up with the ring or they at least came, or at least they, they went to the Super Bowl, right? Um, so, okay, so I'll give you a quick list. So there's, there's Jerry Rice in 89. He had okay. 64 catches for 1,300 yards and nine TDs. But in the playoffs... In three games, he had 21 receptions for 409 yards, <laughs> um, including in the Super Bowl where they beat Cincinnati, actually. Um, he had 11 catches for 215 yards in a TD. Wow. Right? Um, Michael Irvin in 92 had 78 catches for, for basically about 1,400 yards, 1396. Eight TDs. And, uh, in the three games in the playoffs, he went 18 for 288 with two TDs, including... Um, yeah, I think he had six receptions, what, 114 yards and two TDs in the Super Bowl versus Buffalo. Um, Isaac Bruce, he had, and it's funny because, you know, when you you put in the the stats in comparison to Cooper Cup, it'll make sense in that moment. But, like, Isaac Bruce, legendary receiver as well, Hall of Fame, had a great year. Like, the year they went to the Super Bowl and won in 99, the greatest show on turf. 77 Absolutely. catches, 1165 yards, 12 TDs. in the playoffs he had um 13, 13 catches for 317 in 3 games including the game-winning TD in the Super Bowl over the Titans, uh wow. which which he also had six catches for 162 yards, which is mm-hmm. I didn't even like this guy was a monster. Marvin uh, Marvin Harrison uh sorry, 95 receptions for 1366 yards, uh 12 TDs. And in the playoffs, he didn't really do much in that year. They won it, though, but he didn't do much. Okay. Right? I think he had like, he had 15 catches for 193, no TDs during that playoff run, which is kind of shocking to see Marvin Harrison didn't get a TD in the, during the playoffs the year that he won. It's kind of interesting. Um, but I'll give you two receivers who made it to the Super Bowl and lost. So that, that 2007 year that you mentioned with Randy Moss, 98 mm-hmm. receptions, 1,493 yards, 23 touchdowns, right? <laughs> But in the playoffs, I could I actually, had to, I actually Roger I had to triple take this. He had seven <laughs> catches for ninety four yards in the TD during the whole playoffs. That's it, really? Yeah, like I, I, I they must have been like quadruple-teaming him or something. Jeez, okay. that doesn't even make sense considering that what he did in the regular it doesn't even make sense. I had to triple take it. I, I actually went on multiple sites to make sure it wasn't like the wrong thing I was looking at. That's like, crazy, which is nuts. And then here's an underrated one. There's there's Larry Fitzgerald the year after in two thousand eight. He had ninety six catches for fourteen thirty one and twelve TDs, which is like a great year. But yeah. in, the, in the playoffs, in four games, thirty receptions, five hundred forty six yards, and seven <laughs> TDs, including including seven catches and one hundred twenty seven yards and two TDs in the Super Bowl that they lost.
1: Wow, jeez!
0: So, in comparison to all that, right now, Cooper Cup has one hundred forty five catches. Nineteen hundred forty-seven yards and sixteen TDs, and right Shit. now he's got through what two games or three games? Sorry, through three games, he's got twenty-five catches for three hundred eighty-six yards and four TDs. Wow! And with, with another game to play, it's crazy. It's nuts. Crazy. It's it's really it's really like when you break it down to that fact, it's it's really nuts. So he he has a chance. Like like if if he does this, like this is gonna mm-hmm. be. The greatest, not only the greatest wide receiver season in, in, in the history of football, but he would be the, the, I would say the the wide receiver equivalent of Billy Hoyle. Remember when he breaks the stereotype and he dunks at the end of White Man Can't Jump? Absolutely,
1: one hundred percent.
0: No, like, like that's like that. I mean that that is like breaking all stereotypes from white receivers. <laughs> it's true. That's I, I, so true be, because. Because I, I remember Steve Largent, I don't want to. I don't want to crowd him as the greatest wide receiver, white receiver of all time. But, but damn, he's he's coming close, Roger. He's he's coming
1: close. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But seriously, who saw this coming, man?
0: No, you're you're, it's, you're right. Because, and even in fantasy, we oh, would oh. talk about Cooper Cup. And Robert Woods and I'm like they're kind of the same and people you always have a yeah. people like a group of people always arguing for Cooper Cup and I'm like but every year when you look at the stats in India it's pretty similar sometimes Robert Woods would be like the, like he would have yeah. the better stats
1: well this season yeah. nope not even
0: close know
1: nope. not even close I, I'll,
0: yeah. I'll I'll give it to Cup though like and you, again you played football so you probably know this better than me but like he's an incredible route runner though
1: like he an is an incred- immaculate route runner. But I I just, I don't know, man. It's like all of a sudden, he looks like Jordy Nelson out there. Like, I I, I can't explain it. He's never been the fastest wide receiver. He's a solid route runner. He has really good feet, and he could run every route. But it's like this year, I I don't know what's going on, man. He's like eating guys, like, you know, he's... He's just outrunning people, and I have no clue where this came from. Maybe he's always been like that, and just and, and just, just didn't have the arm to get him the ball. Maybe, but it's 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 just like it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's it's almost as if they, you know, this year they decided that they they were gonna have him go. They were gonna have him run at least three or four go routes on every flipping game. Because now he's just he outrunning people, man. It's crazy. Didn't see it coming.
0: No, really, really didn't. Um, Who's your X-Factors going into Sunday's game? Hmm,
1: The X-Factors. I would say Jamar Chase, definitely. Okay. Um, Jamar Chase, um, obviously Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, 100%. And
0: and let me preface this by saying it doesn't necessarily have to be the player, like a specific player. It could be like whatever, but it's it's up to however you want to go. Go with it.
1: Okay, so if... If I had to point out an X factor, I'd say it would have to be the offensive line of uh, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have to protect Joe Burrow. They do. Um, you know, they didn't do a really good job versus the Titans. Um, they did a better job versus the Chiefs, but the Chiefs don't have they don't have Aaron Donald on the other side. Yeah, or Von Miller. Like exactly, or Von Miller. So I mean, the Chiefs don't have that type of firepower. All right. um the thing with um, the thing with the Rams is that they could get a lot of pressure on you with just three guys coming up the coming up the gut. Yeah, because they have some of the best D linemen, and I mean, they're just they're phenomenal. So because of that, it's always possible that they could drop everybody back. You know, they could possibly double team. You know, double team OBJ, and then have um, you,
0: mean Chase,
1: um, you mean have Ramsey? I
0: mean, you mean Chase, you mean?
1: sorry I mean Chase yeah sorry I mean double team Chase and then have you know let's say two guys double team I don't know any one of those other two guys I mean they let's just say they could get pressure on the quarterback and I feel like if it's another game where um, where they get nine where um, Joe Burrow sacked nine times it's going to be a long long game from a very long game um, but on the same note, I mean, you know, they need to find like, if I had to look at the Bengals, I would say it would definitely be, you know, Jamar Chase for sure. You know, their offensive line, Jamar Chase, they have to find ways to keep him the ball. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure if Jalen Ramsey going to follow him. I I don't know. I don't think so.
0: No.
1: Um, okay. But, you know, if he starts beating them, then they're going to have to put Ramsey on him or or the game's gonna get out of control really, really quickly. Yeah. Because the one thing with the Bengals is they could score from anywhere. Like, I mean, they they they're really, really good, even from a running perspective, like Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon could have a game against them, man. Even though yeah. the Rams have a really good defensive line, Joe Mixon could have a really good game against them.
0: Yeah. So That's I mean, there's point.
1: there's That's a lot a of point. things, honestly. There's a lot of X factors there. Um You know, T. Higgins, um, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal wide receiver. Tyler Boyd is really, really good, too. Um, I think um, Husboza, he's going to be back as well. Um, It's going to be an interesting game. I I would say it's going to be an interesting game,
0: 100%. I I think for the Rams, for me, it's it's, – I would say it's both Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Like mm-hmm. I, I think if both of those guys start collapsing the line, it's it's as I agree with you. Like I think it's going to be a tough night for Burrow because I think his his margin for error I think is a little a slightly smaller than it is for Stafford going into this game, um, at yeah. least for, at least for me. But just because it's it's like his first time really playing in the playoffs and being on this run, but mm-hmm. I'll say this though, I I think it's always good or or I should say great. Um, for a young star who's won a chip in college to, like, play in, like, a championship-type setting like within the first couple years in the league. Like, it's I I don't know. I find, like, it bodes well for those guys, especially if they're, they're, like, the reason why they won the championship or went to, like, you know, went to, like, a deep run in the playoffs. I find, like, those guys, when you get them in, like, those first couple years, it's, like, I don't know, man. Like, I shouldn't say all guys like that, but, like, some guys, it's, like, those... The great ones, especially, and and who knows? We could be seeing, we could be saying that about you know Burrow in a few years, where like like he's a great one, like he's they're already okay. trending there. But like I feel like those guys don't have like, you know, like the the nerves aren't quite the same because you just kind of been in that situation. Like I think for Burrow to be in a you know to to win that championship, uh, you know, for LSU like two years ago, and be in a Super Bowl two years later for the Bengals, number one, it's insane. But the the, the secondly though, I just find like. And I'm not comparing the national championship to the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is a Super Bowl, but at least you've you've at least dealt with a huge amount of pressure in a championship game. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So it's absolutely. like you're, you're not you're not that. It's not like eight years or like you know nine. It's like a nine year gap, you know, between that, those moments and now. Like oh man, I'm here. I'm a little nervous, but it's like he already has that that personality. So it's like even if even if that game gets you know out of hand, where at least they're getting like sacked like crazy. I could see him still being like, all right, next play. You know, because it's like he's been in that those guys have been in that moment. Chase himself too as well, right? Cause he was on that championship team too. Like yeah, that's true. they they've been in they've been in that moment. Like, think about this. Odell Beckham, two years ago, was giving money to guys like Jefferson, uh, Chase, and Burrow <laughs> on the field. You know what I mean? Two years ago, for LSU, when they won that championship, because he's an LSU alum himself, and now he's going against them. I think that's I think that's wild.
1: That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. One hundred percent, man. Yeah, I mean the thing I the thing I think I love about Joe Burrow the most is the fact that he is it's cool under pressure, man. Um, yeah. He doesn't freak out. The moment never seems too big for him. Even when they're down, I feel like there's still a chance that they could come back, and they've done it so many times this year. Um, And it's like you know that's that's a fantastic trait to have in a quarterback honestly you know having a strong arm is great um you know having accuracy is great but i think what really what really separates the good from the amazing quarterbacks is the fact that they they can still produce under pressure right how are they going to act when they get sacked nine times are they going to get gun shy and stop throwing the ball um you know are they going to be off with their accuracy and i've seen so many times where this guy's just getting killed and he's just getting hit over and over and over again and he's still delivering crisp passes to a point where it's like you start getting the feeling like i can understand why some people can compare him to brady although obviously he doesn't have nothing close to the resume as brady has but i can see it because in the biggest moments it's like you know, he just buckles down. He's getting hits, and he he just seems to never be out. Like he's not going to throw the shitty white uh, the the shitty um, the shitty interception, or yeah. he's not going to go fumble the ball at the worst possible time. He doesn't lose games, yeah. and I think that's one of his best traits.
0: No, I I agree. I think the other <clears throat> my other X factor I would say too is um, I almost went with the with the Bengals O line. But mm-hmm. keep keeping with the Bengals team, I will go with their secondary, mm-hmm. just because they number one they got to contain Cup, like that's one cool. thing my Niners couldn't do, like he just destroyed us. Um, yes. But I think most importantly, just to lend to what we were saying before, I think they got to be prepared to catch one or two of those Stafford picks that he's going to give you because there's going to be a there's going to be a, a throw at least one or two throws that like in and even even in Sunday's game because he always gives you a couple of throws where it's like. Oh my God! They should have got that. They should have got that pick, you know. And and I feel like for if the if they can if they can kind of do that because they did a good job with that with uh, with Mahomes, you know, they a couple just- weeks back. So I mean, if they can channel that spirit, like if they can go back and and they can catch those 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 couple of passes that he throws, like those one or two passes that that's like almost like an instant. It's like it's like a Santa Claus gift, you know what I mean? Like it's made for you. <laughs> it's made for you to take it to the house. Like if they can mm-hmm. if they gonna if they can turn those into points especially touchdowns it's gonna to suck the whole life out of the stadium yeah so, so I think yeah. to me they're they're the X factors as but I would equally say as the the offensive line too the offensive line is yeah. that was like my 1a but but yeah. to me the secondary the secondary the Steelers I mean sorry other the Bengals is gonna be like that they're everything in this game because to me if if you, if you can if you can shut down cup I know you know Odell's there and he's going to give you problems too but I think if you can shut down Cup it's it's a bit it's going to be a different game
1: it will be 100% and I feel like if they you know just looking back looking back at the game um that the Rams had versus versus Tampa um you know Tampa did a really good job of shutting down Cup for most of the game but then Cup just kind of went off and obviously we know what happened in the last play of the game right mm-hmm. Um, if the Bengals can contain Cup, then I feel like they have a really good chance. Like I would rather, I would rather OBJ go in and you know catch sure you. 150 yards and yeah. two touchdowns. I would be okay with that. But you need to shut down Cooper Cup because that's he is the first read that Matthew Stafford always has. Mm-hmm. Like that last couple of minutes during the Tampa game, that last minute he was only thrown to one person, uh, and that he was, was Cooper he Cup. Was, he was looking at nobody else. Nobody else like we everybody knew that the ball was going to Cooper Cup except for Tampa, supposedly, mm-hmm. because the his last three, four passes were all at Cooper Cup. Each and every one of them. Ron Jefferson wasn't really catching the ball that well. OBJ in the second half just completely disappeared. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I feel like if you cover Cooper Cup, two guys on him, I would put two guys on him, honestly. And I would dare anybody else to beat me except for Cooper Cup. And I even mentioned that during the Tampa Tampa game as well. Like, this guy is, he could have been the MVP of the season. He's been their most consistent receiver, and he's been their best offensive player the whole year. That type of person, that type of production, you need to shut him down. Because if you shut him down, then all of a sudden Stafford has to go to his second read and his third read. And, you know, sometimes when you're under pressure what you always try and do is you're trying to chuck it up to Mm -hmm. your number one receiver, your best offensive player. Right. And that's how you start getting interceptions. Um, You know, guys go back to what they know when they're under pressure and they're kind of freaking out. But uh, I do agree, man. I mean, the Bengals defense um, secondary is going to be crucial because if they can't contain them, the Rams are going to destroy them. Calvin, they were going to destroy them.
0: No, no arguments out of me from that. Mm-hmm. Um. Final question: Who you got? <laughs>
1: I love a underdog, man. I love an underdog, and that's why I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Um, do they have the better team? No, they don't have the better team. Um, if I had to look at the two teams, and if I had to think who had, um, who's had the um, the more difficult road to to the super bowl um i would say it would most likely be the Bengals. yeah right The Bengals came out of nowhere they have nothing to lose they're literally playing with house money right now if they lose the super bowl nobody's going to be like oh damn you know what they lost you know they were the chosen ones they were supposed to win no all the pressure is on the rams right now the Rams are playing in la in their stadium They've slept all week in their own beds. <laughs> yeah. They're playing in their stadium with their crowd and their fans. All the pressure is on them.
0: With Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg performing the halftime show.
1: 100%. LA's finest. Absolutely. All the pressure is on the Rams. To the point where, do I think the Bengals have a chance? 100%. I think the the Bengals are explosive enough, and I think if they make enough plays, I think they could win. You know, I I mean, they went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, and the Chiefs, you know, offensively, they're probably either the the top offensive team in the league, or if not the top, at least the second or third best. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think the Bengals have a a puncher's chance, and, you know, I'd I'd love to see an upset.
0: (sighs) You know what? The, 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 your last couple of picks was dead on. You actually predicted the Super Bowl based on the matchups. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you your props for it. I'm going to give you no, no shade, no shots, no shots given. I'm going to give you your props. Um, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. I, I, I was, I was actually 0 for 2 (laughs) when I did this, but, (laughs) but I'm, I'm actually praying, Roger. I'm, I'm praying to the gods that I go 0 for 3 because I'm rooting for the Bengals. I I am rooting for the Bengals, but I think I think the Rams will win. I think it'll be 38-30 and I think mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers Aaron Donald will win the MVP.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which
0: which will be crazy considering I have to score that high. Maybe I should make it 28-20. I'll I'll do that. 28-20 Aaron Aaron Donald wins the MVP. But yep. I hope I'm dead wrong. I hope I'm completely wrong. I hope I'm completely wrong about it.
1: Listen man, it's it should be an interesting game. It should be a very interesting game Um, You know, there's two teams Like, you know, the Rams are the chosen ones They have the high-powered offense They have the high-powered defense They're playing in their stadium Everything screams Rams Rams are going to win 100% But how many times Have we seen the underdog come in And beat the shit out of Out of the better team Yep, It happens all the time It happened last year Happened last year, 100% 110%. one hundred and ten percent. So I think I just I don't know I just have a feeling like I mean I just have a feeling I have a feeling that they're going to pull it off. You know I don't think it's going to it might I don't think it I feel like it's not going to be a high scoring game. I feel like it's going to be more of a defensive game where the two offenses are kind of going at it. Um, but I think the Bengals have enough to win. I really do. I really do think so. I
0: hope to God you are right, Roger. I really do. I hope you are right. <laughs> I just I, I don't want to see the Rams win. I don't. Yes, I'm yeah, bitter. Exactly. Yes, I'm still bitter. I am still bitter. It's honestly for me, it's it's probably a yes. Media wise, is the better story if the Rams win, but mm-hmm. underdog wise, it's a way better story if the Bengals come and do this. Especially because they're the Bengals. You know what I mean? Like it's it's mm-hmm. way it's a way better story if they do this. At least with the Bucks, the Bucks have their history too, but at least the Bucks have won a Super Bowl in their lifetime. And I mean, they had mm-hmm. Brady and all those guys, so it's like it wasn't shocking. But this exactly. would actually be shocking because this team is so young and really and truly they they're not supposed to be here. So for me, yeah. it's a much better story if the Bengals win. But I, I I'm going to say the Rams.
1: Okay, fair I hope, enough. I hope
0: I'm wrong. I hope I, I hope I'm dead wrong. Um, <laughs> but uh, but on that note, what we're going to do is um, we're definitely going to come back Sunday night after the after the right after the Super Bowl, we'll we'll record the pod. I'm flirting with the idea of doing this on Twitter on Twitter Spaces. Uh, okay. which I'm leaning towards doing. So, you know, um, for those listening and tuning in, um, make sure you, you um, just check out my uh, my Twitter my Twitter account. I barely use it, but <laughs> my Twitter account, which is um, CalC underscore SSA. Um, but I'll probably put on Instagram that, that if I'm doing like a Twitter spaces thing and, you know, whoever wants to listen in, make comments and stuff while me and Roger are going back and forth about the game, jump right in. I'm hoping Kendrick Lamar kills the Super Bowl performance, too. Uh, I'm looking really forward to that as a hip-hop fan. You know, don't want to forget that part of it. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, you know, I, I can't wait to see that. But, you know, there's, there's a chance, Roger. This is the last thing I'll say. There's, there's a chance in the spirit of Eminem that Cooper Cup could be the greatest wide receiver, <laughs> have the greatest <laughs> wide receiver season ever. There's a chance. There's a chance this could happen.
1: It's gonna be eight mile all over he'll, again, he'll Give me the
0: eight mile. He's gonna lose himself. He could lose himself right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's get out of yeah, here. Anything well can happen, man. Absolutely, anything can happen. I'll tell you that much. All That's right. A football.
0: <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the AF Podcast, and thanks once again for South Shavaf Shotgun Rider Roger Calendar for coming on through for this one. Uh, we got one more to go with the Super Bowl post game edition of the Av. I'll be activating the Twitter Spaces right after the game. Uh, for those that want to listen live after the game, check it out under my Twitter handle C underscore ssa. That's c a l c e e underscore The replay of it will be out Monday morning. The latest uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm hoping the Super Bowl is going to be a good one, and if not, we'll we'll find ways to crack on it. And at the very least, we'll be talking about that Super Bowl halftime performance. It should be entertaining at the very least. Um, thank y'all for your support. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast shows for South Sharaf. Hit that like button and hit those five stars for me. Don't be a hater. Run me my five. Run me my five, playboy. And check out SalSharaf.com for the catalog. Double back into certain episodes. Uh, once again, that's SalSharaf.com. For Roger Calendar, this is Cal C. And you just tuned in to the Av podcast on Sasha Raff Radio. Come hang with us after the game. All right? Until then, we're gone.